Long days and pleasant nights to you guys. Um, this week's episode is Alex Beeth, um, who is a wonderfully talented actress and writer and producer. Um, she runs a web series. She's in a web series. She wrote a web series. She's with mini hits, some baseball, some Russian, some trilbies. But anyway, um, it's wonderfully hilarious. It's very introspective and a very honest comedy and I think of good quality um it's a very good example of what modern comedy can be of coming from a a place of honesty and integrity of of just explaining who you are in a funny way finding your unique voice and and building a clown that is yourself exaggerated um it's very funny go to youtube look up blank my life um it's very funny um rate subscribe blah 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 all that stuff play attention to me it's been a rough kind of couple of weeks i don't know if you've noticed um but we there's a monster at the end of the pennsylvania avenue um and it's it's all right. Um, we're we're working to try and understand how this happened and and what we're gonna do moving forward. But I think we're okay for now. We're teetering on an edge, and we'll see whether or not we'll fly or fall. Um, but it's been a hell of a two two three weeks. Um, but I would like to welcome to the program. Uh, Alex, and I hope you enjoy the listen. Okay, let's do this thing. Cool. You wanna mm-hmm. do this fucker? Yeah, I just hit the button. Great. Hello. Hi, Alex. Hello. How do you say your last name? Sorry. Spieth. Spieth? Like okay. Like okay. Teeth. Like teeth. Like okay, teeth. I have been saying it right then. Um, Miles said, and I quote, Spieth of the devil. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spieth the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you. Are you a middle child or an only child? I'm not. I am neither. I am an really? oldest child. Really? Yes. Okay. Oldest child. How many? Uh, did you think I was an only child because I am selfish? No, I did not. I just you got that vibe going on, maybe. Uh, um, and then, uh, well, that I find artists are generally only childs or middle childs generally. Really? Yeah. At least that's been my experience of course all of my siblings and i are artists so that just disproves the thing i said so yeah i mean no now i'm trying to see if i i mean most of my best friends have always been only children Mm -hmm. they've always been artists yeah but i think it's common because you're trying to like because once when you're alone you don't communicate with people yeah and then you get get to theater and you're like oh everyone's warm and inviting most of the time totally but do you, um, so do you have, how many siblings do you have? I have one. I have a sister okay. named Marlo, and she's younger than me. Okay. So I'm the oldest child. I'm the oldest child. Yeah, I'm now trying to figure out how many oldest children I knew that were, uh, artists. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, huh, yeah. I don't think it's particularly common because I feel like the first child generally like gets a reasonable job and tries to set a good example yeah, exactly. and blah blah no, blah. I think that is true. Yeah. I think it's um my friend Zach, mm-hmm. uh, one of his best friends from college, 
uh, talked about how his brother went to God. It was either like Harvard Law or like mm-hmm. Yale Law or something. And, you know, he was younger, so he went to like drive up his brother. Mm-hmm. And one of the speakers that sort of like oriented them to the room, like the incoming class, was like, um, like stand up if you're the first, if you're the oldest child. Yeah. And he was like, an overwhelming <laughs> amount, of, amount of the room stood up. And yeah. I was just like, that is crazy. Like, it was, like, mm-hmm. overwhelming. Like, over 75%. Yeah. Because uh, it is this thing I think of, like, middle middle children are, have that reputation. Like, oh, uh-huh. we're kind of left behind. We need to... We need to prove it. Re- we got to, like, show. Yeah. Pay attention to me, please. And then I'm a youngest child. And it also has that complex of, like... I've been spoiled my whole life. I yeah. demand people's attention all the time. Yeah, totally, totally. So this is what I'm used to. Um, it's just, it's kind of weird. Um, whereas the only person that I know off the top of my head is my friend Bridget. She, uh, She's a oldest child, which also kind of surprised me. Mm. But anyway, um, not because like she's immature or anything, but it, because of the same thing. Is it Bridget from Els? Yeah, Bridget from Els. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I totally know her. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, so where'd you grow up? I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, although I was born, I know. What? I can't believe you don't know this about <laughs> No, we, we have spent an inordinate time goofing, but no actual conversation, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I guess, well, but that's how I know Claire. Oh, okay. Claire and I, um, we were from Nashville. Uh-huh. Uh, I was born in Cleveland, but I moved to Nashville when we were, I was like three, so some like nominal age where like my only years growing up were in Nashville. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I grew up there, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Nashville. And now no one lives there, because my family lives in Seattle, and I live here. Mm-hmm. And my family is moving to Philly. No. Oh. So... Well, that'll be good, because... It's a real... Close. Diaspora. That is a word I don't know. I am not sure that I used it correctly, but I believe <laughs> it's like... I think it has to do with, like, the Jewish population moving different places. Oh, like yeah, the like the... diaspora, I think. The, I think. I think. Podcast, go free to fact check me. <laughs> Tweet at me. This is a live. Yeah, tweet yeah. at me if I use diaspora or am perhaps pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> it might be diaspora. Yeah, the uh, the Ferdinand is Isabella syndrome. Of they, oh, I don't know that. Okay, well, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella kicked a bunch of Jews out of Spain. Is that what it was? Yeah, well, that's where the that's where the Jews went to like Russia and Germany and all that, uh, and then they got kicked out of those places because the Nazis. And then they came here. It's just been a constant. It has just been a constant getting kicked out uh-huh. of countries. Jewish people. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, what, what do your parents do? Uh, my dad was the CCO of Zulily, but is now changing jobs to work at... Um, a dildo company. Exactly, exactly. That was the case. Um, no, he's working at QVC now. I don't know, actually, if he still retains the same title that he did or if he's changed titles. I should ask him about that. I literally thought about that on the way over. I was like, fuck, I didn't ask my dad. Like, what is title is, and I'm sure they're going to ask me. Uh-huh. Uh, and my mom, growing up, was a minister, and now she writes. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind She's of... She's a badass. Um... She writes, and everyone should look on Amazon.com right now to get this book. Um, she writes the Grey Girl series, and she just came out with her newest book, which released on Veterans Day, called Witch Heart. Okay. And Because my mom went to West Point. And so mm-hmm. it's a fictionalized story of a girl going through West Point. So mm-hmm. it goes like year one, year two, year three. Mm-hmm. Very Harry Potter. Very Harry Potter. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a really great series, and she's a great writer. Excellent. That's awesome. Yeah. Is she looking for a reader for an audiobook? 
You know she is, but I think she's gonna go with somebody who's like an a older woman. woman. Yeah, yeah, a woman. Exactly, rather yeah. than like rather than me. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yep. No, but I, I get it. It's yeah. like you gotta you gotta find find the the mm-hmm. readers. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I just watched a couple of episodes uh-huh. of it, like before you showed up here of Blank My Life, and um, what the what the hell was with the emoji date? What is that? What like it was interesting, it was compelling, it was amusing, but yeah. where where did that come from? I think okay, so uh, for those who don't know, I write a series called Blank My Life, and everyone should watch it. On it's w- good. www.blankmylifetheseries.com. Well, well, well. So the the episode you're talking about is the last episode. Okay. Um, But it actually, or it's the last episode of season one. Mm -hmm. But it in fact was the first episode we ever tried to film. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you go to our website, we have like a pre-season that was sort of like, it's it's far, it's way less good quality. It's like, we're all figuring it out. And Mm -hmm. that one we actually never released because it was so fucking bad. (laughs) Was it just like a papier-mâché head? It was... It was, no, it was a plate with the emoji faces thrown and drawn on it, and it was so bad. And also, we made the mistake of, like, like it was the first thing we ever tried to do. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just film it in the living room, and it'll look like a restaurant. Nope. Yeah, and in that case, like, now, retrospectively, I'm like, oh, like, because the thing is, in watching it, you're like, it's so clear these people aren't in a restaurant. (laughs) Whereas, like, now, if I was like, oh, we don't have a restaurant, okay, I'll change the location in the scene so it's like mm-hmm. we're on a date at the house, right? Because yep. that's, like, a really, like, like, the story could still hold true if we were at a house. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, but I just, it's just, like, so many things you don't think of when mm-hmm. you're first starting out being like, oh, yeah, it'll totally look like a restaurant. Yeah. Nothing to worry about at all. And it's like, no, it fucking doesn't. It looked horrible. And mm-hmm. it was, like, bad. And it was, like, and it was so bad that we never ended up putting it out, mm-hmm. but I really liked the idea, and it came from, so I started writing the web series after I was dropped by my acting agency, which is, like, the truest thing, but I also was responding a lot to the fact, I think, like, the way I was easiest able to respond was through, um, yeah, I don't know, I think dating is a really easy way to sort of, like, focus the lens of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, at that time when I sort of felt like I was lost, I was going on like a lot of internet dates. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing I kept feeling like was feeling like it was so, you know, it was so hard to be connected and it feels like it's like you're getting these like essentially face emojis from uh-huh. people. Even though people are like, oh yeah, like, yeah. what do you do? But you're like, but I like might as, like I literally might as well be talking to fucking smarter child. You know <laughs> um, but at the same point, the thing that was really like, like, the thing that is still confusing and frustrating to me mm-hmm. is the fact that I can go on a date and think it's bad and think it's like really horrible and still be like, but maybe we're in love. Yeah. Which is like, I kiss him at the end and he like is like, let me get the check. Uh huh. Because it's like this, I don't know, I guess like now that I'm thinking about it now, mm-hmm. it's a huge part of the idea of putting a personality on someone. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Being like, even though you are giving me stock responses, and in fact, you're sort of giving me, like, not that you're an emoji face, mm-hmm. but maybe you are the person I'm in, maybe you're the person who's going to save me. Yeah. You know, maybe you're my fucking, um, uh, I don't know, like, sweet 16 kiss. And yeah. I think that's the thing that is frustrating about every aspect of living yeah. particularly in dating is in being like oh i want you to be this mold so i've made you so in my head yeah 
Um, but yeah, so that's the deal with it. I guess okay. it's just like, I felt really, um, disconnected. And I think, you know, the series this time is going to be like the episodes will be longer and there's more of an actual plot to it. Mm-hmm. But, and so I would hope that, I would hope the series doesn't have the clout of like, it's about a girl going on dates. Cause I don't think it's about that. No, I think no, it's, it's more not. about like missed community. I think it's like foolish to say that, mm-hmm. but I do think dating is a really easy vessel to begin writing about yeah. because it's so relatable. It's so clear and mm-hmm. you have such good stuff. Whereas writing about like friendship is way harder. Writing about career is way oh, yeah. harder because it's more exposing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. And I think that's always a good first step, but I agree with, I, I don't think the series is just about dating. I think it's more about like, it seems to be like this beautiful portrait. Like if, the image I have in my mind is just you, this never happens in the series, but you like walking down the sunny side of a street in New York and just slowly through the corners mm. is this existential dread coming yeah. through. Because it is like, it seems to be just a series of portraits of just what motivates you as a person yeah. rather than um, just like funny anecdotes, which is why I think it's really good is because yeah. you're clearly putting yourself into it, yeah. which is wonderful. Um when Julia was on, we were both like, well, there's very, there's very few peoples who, peoples, there's very few peoples that are more, um, themselves than Alex. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And on that, on that note though, but do you feel a pressure to be a certain way and, or do you look at other artists or other people and going, go, I want to be more like that? Because like people also say that about me, they're like, Tristan's pretty much Tristan, but I'm like, I can list five people that are like me in my head. You know? What? Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. So, Which is bad, because you should be trying to, like, res- I don't watch, uh, I don't watch any TV. I okay. really, really never watch TV. So I think, because I don't fucking see anything, yeah. I'm like, no need to work. <laughs> I'm a genius. You know what I mean? But I think yep. it's, uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't, I think in that level, because mm-hmm. I'm literally like, I'll be in a box creating my web series. I'm so happy with it. La la la. Mm-hmm. It's like fine. But I think, I, of course <laughs> I'm jealous of people like personally, professionally. Like, okay. When I see people who are really good, honestly, when I see people who are really good at social media, mm-hmm. that is something I sort of envy mm-hmm. because I think that is like a skill to be able mm-hmm. to like really and it takes time right it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of time to actually be like oh i'm communicating with other people i'm creating you know like uh, you're creating a relationship absolutely and i think that sort of thing is the thing that i'm like oh i I sort of like envy that a Mm -hmm. little bit um and obviously i get like jealous of people professionally yeah like if somebody like books a job i'm like what the fuck was i doing make my fucking web series (laughs) but um i think you know i don't the thing I do feel like is mm-hmm. like, uh, like feeling like, okay, after my first year I graduated, you know, I was with like sort of like a cool agency and they like dropped me mm-hmm. and I felt the entire time, like I was trying so hard to impress them. I, I was see. trying so hard to be like a good actor and trying so hard to be like a good person. And the older I get, the more I feel like, like I'm 
really surprised when people are like, oh, you're so honest. You're so like, I'm like, but aren't you on? Like, I, I guess I just, <laughs> I'm, sort of like, I'm sort of like, but what do you, like, what, why am, like, what do you, I don't feel like I'm that much more honest than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Or like that much more like, yep. I guess I, I just like, I'm not sort of like seeing like the, like, what, like, why am, like, people always are like, yeah, there's very little, like, guys to you, you seem really open, really mm-hmm. honest. And I'm like, that's everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like oh, it's for like, sure. I feel like it's well. I guess it's just like to me. I don't think it's that s- special because it's not something I try to do. No. Right. I think you know, like I do have to, like you know, like sometimes, like learn to hold your cards a little closer, be a mm-hmm. little savvier, like not be as blunt, yeah. be nicer, you know. But I yeah. think, or I mean, not that I'm not nice, but you know, like say mm-hmm. things in a more tactful way mm-hmm. and a less urgent way, but. I, the thing that does strike me about that is like, it is apparently something I have that I'm not trying to do Mm -hmm. that impresses people and makes them like me. Mm -hmm. So the more that I am myself, I think the better I'll get. Yep. So I don't feel, I don't know, I guess that's reassuring to me. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like if I was more like, oh, I've like become a different person people were like whoa i'm responding to you so much better now i think mm-hmm. that would be way more of a like mind fuck because you'd be like yep wow i should actually be trying to curate my life to be far more like this person yes but i don't know i guess okay. like i'm always surprised by it. like people are always like you're honesty you're honesty i'm like like i'm just like but i know I no other feel, way i don't feel like i'm like that honest you mm-hmm. know what i mean or like that like I guess okay. like that, well, I guess like, I don't feel like it's like this thing. I guess I just don't think it would be noteworthy as mm. much as it seems to be. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like, cause a lot of people are shitty. Well, uh, yeah, but I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think being honest is a lack of being shitty though. Like, I think I could still be, uh, I guess like, I think you can still be an honest, shitty person, but honestly, I am shitty. Honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, like we're all shitty, mm-hmm. but I think, I guess like. You know, I feel like people have different strengths, right? Yeah. I do think, like, and I think confidence helps pretty much everyone. Like, I think there's Mm -hmm. very rarely a person that, like... Okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Uh, Yeah. I always thought of being, like, insecure and open. I I thought it as being, like, sort of a failure sometimes. Because I think... I see some of my really successful friends, and they're really able to sort of go into, Mm -hmm. like, situations and be kind of like, I'm it. I'm it. And it's almost Mm -hmm. like there's sort of, like, a force field around that. Yeah. And I feel like... I don't necessarily have that Mm -hmm. in that way, but I've realized that in sort of like embracing the fact that like, Oh, I, I am honest. I am open. I am sort of like this Mm -hmm. is like made me have the same force field. Absolutely. It's like a superpower. Yeah. Cause when you like yourself, no one can hurt you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think it's like, I don't know. I just remember like I'd be in like rooms and like, I'd have a hard time not crying which is like mm-hmm. you don't want to like that yeah like, oh my god that person is yeah, the, we are still in polite society well, please you know, and thank but you it, well, it's like who's yeah. gonna put confidence in you if you're sort of like in an audition crying because mm-hmm. it's like oh my god this person's like loose cannon you know yeah it's absolutely like, and yeah and like that was like a hard like yeah. it was I don't know, it was really, like, hard for me to, like, not cry in, like, those sort of situations like, mm-hmm. in auditions, in like it's not like I, I, I don't think I ever cried in an audition or in a meeting with an agent, but I definitely was like, I'm on the verge of tears yeah. a lot, which I think people can still sense, even if they're mm-hmm. not actively crying. Yeah, it's like, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, comfort is just going to be the thing mm-hmm. that 
people respond to. Yeah, my um, entire life has been trying to become comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I know that I'm never going to be calm. So where can I just be okay with that? And yeah, it is. Um, and do you think that has to do with like anxiety or just general existential dread? Or is it just like, About, were you... Well, now were, I do it less, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like also like... I'd reckon as you get older, that you yeah, level out more. Yeah, I think like, I think it is something to do with the fact that you're like young. And honestly, like, I do think like, even though like, it's like, wow, 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 literally people are being like mutilated in their genitals like being dropped by my agency was like the mm-hmm. first thing for me where i was like i failed really publicly and yeah. i feel like i failed really publicly and someone mm. who had confidence in me lost confidence in me uh-huh. in a really like tangible way uh-huh. and i was younger but i think it was like a really big blow because i'd been kind of like you know like a Carnegie Mellon like superstar like mm-hmm. people like fucking loved me mm-hmm. and like I was good at acting and mm-hmm. like I was like a little self-conscious but she's so great that like whatever mm-hmm. whereas I think like I really think like you you know you you have to have some form of like sort of genuine confidence mm-hmm. and I think one of the things and I, I love Carnegie Mellon Carnegie Mellon everybody go everybody apply but um <laughs> I think one of the things that can happen in smaller communities is you get away with your your failing oh for sure yeah in a way that like not just about me right yeah. but i think like you know certain people who had trouble with anger and stuff it's sort of like catered to mm-hmm. you know i just think it, it's hard to not get into the system of like catering to people yeah and i do think the real world has a way of like ironing that shit out absolutely you know i mean the people who i thought were like sort of difficult to work with are a hundred percent better to work with now yeah i uh, mean other than like a few people who i'm like oh yeah they still got the same problems i think most people yeah. have gotten a lot better because you have to get better. yeah absolutely no you one... have to get stronger and you have to be a better actor and a better person to work with but yeah. people don't want to work with you absolutely yeah uh, one of my um acquaintances from back home he's going to the juilliard school yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was one of those things of like he had a bit of an ego about him and like that sort of thing and i'm like it's they live in such a bubble that that's probably not going to go away for quite a long time and it was kind of a frustrating thing to go because new york kicks the shit out of you specifically i feel like new york kicks the shit out of you yeah. in the first year you're living here and he's not gonna he's not gotten that because of it and i feel like it's kind of similar i would imagine it would be kind of similar with mm-hmm. what you were talking about of like um you with, with closed programs like that you create a little bubble and a little world and then everyone just learns how to deal with each person each other's neuroses yeah i don't know though i mean like to argue your point though i do think like i don't think an ego is good Mm. because i think i don't think that's good but i do think the people that i've like i used to envy most and now like i think it's like gone away a little bit but like the people i have always envied the most are the people who like are able to just be like I'm here, watch me. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Because I think that's like, it's like, because those people can do things that are awful, but because they're like, I'm worth it, watch me. (laughs) You're like, I'm sold. Like, that was not good, but like, I would never say you were bad. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I think that is like, but I do think that's a lesser amount of people than you think it is. Like, I could name like, probably like, like, my best friend is totally like that. And I, like, mm. always envy that about her. Yeah. But I think it's, like, just finding whatever works for you. Oh, for sure. You know, that's, like, 
well, that's the thing that I'm like, no, I guess, I guess like the genuine sense that like I am worth it. Mm -hmm. And I think the quicker you can create that, the better. And I think sometimes an ego is a good jumping off point because it's like, well, you already have something. Mm -hmm. I think the danger with ego is that it's so corruptible to the uh, pit of insecurity that Mm -hmm. is behind ego. Yeah. I've, I've always kind of looked at like, um, I'm not good. My acting skills are, if that makes sense. It's kind of a weird thing. I've kind of distanced, like they, they seem feel like you are not a good actor, but your acting skills are a good actor. No, no. Like I'm a good actor, but it's the thing of like, um, I'm not in charge of that. I was just randomly, you know, it's not, I'm, it's a weird genetic predisposition that I'm good at performance. Like I didn't have a choice in the matter. So it's not me. Um, it's this other thing, Yeah. which is kind of. I know a weird way of looking at it, but like... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a weird way of looking at it. I just think you could give yourself more agency of like, yeah, I am good at it because I've spent... You know, I guess... I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I just think like, maybe I'm wrong, because I think also like, what you're saying probably does safeguard against ego. Mm -hmm. But I think like being like, I'm good at it because like, Oh my god, okay, there's this round table with one of... Like, you know, it's okay. one of those, the Hollywood reporters. Oh, absolutely, things. yeah, yeah. And, like, Kiefer Sutherland is talking about, he's like, it makes a difference mm-hmm. to do your job every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, going... He was talking about going to 24. Yeah. And, like, just, like, you know, like, working... I'm bastardizing the boat. But mm-hmm. I was like, it's so true. Like, he mm-hmm. has confidence because it's what he does every day because yeah. he can't get so nervous about it because he's I like, am. I just have to, like, go do my job and then go home. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... I think for the for the ninety eight percent of people who are not like look at me, yeah, I'm it. Yeah, I think you can get that same form of confidence by being like, I'm a good actor because I audition all the time, I work all Hard, the time, yep. I'm great at, or I practice all the time, mm-hmm. and so I'm good. Yeah, there's this also kind of a Phil Hoffman quote of like, do it as often as you can whenever you act whenever you can. You can't be picky when you're starting out. Yeah. And it is that same idea of like, um, you just, you go and you work hard and it is just a job. It's a weird job that a lot of people want envy, but it's a job. And that's another part of it that why I'm like, I'm good at it because I'm a working actor. Mm-hmm. Like I go and I, so I do exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just No, I just didn't get that from your original read. But if you... you it's I, both. Yeah, that's it's totally, the thing. I just think, like, that sort of, like, the practice will supplement confidence for... I just feel like for the, like, 98% who aren't, like, watch me, fucker. Oh, yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah. Um, you do anything enough and you get good at it. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. if you don't get better, that means there's something wrong with you and you should try something else. It just means you're either not self-aware or, like, actually not intelligent. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Um, it's really... Um... And it is also this thing of, as much as I was like, it's kind of this other thing of like, um, when it comes to like stand up and improvising as well, because it is like, I feel like people are built for different things and I just happen to be built for those things. Yeah. And so it's not like, it's, it feels like I lucked out. It's like, I'm good at it. I realize it. I think I'm funny and I think I'm quick, but it's Mm. like, it's not it's not my fault. Like, it's just like, I can't help it. I was born this way, baby. Yeah. 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 Um, so in this series that you've written and Mm -hmm. stuff, you talk a lot about killing yourself and stuff that comes up a lot. Do you, uh, I assume that comes from a place of like, the thing, I don't know. I was talking to one of the directors for this season. She was Mm -hmm. like, the show's about suicide. Right. And I was like, no, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 she's not about suicide. No, no, because no, it's not. No, no. And I think I am 
I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am not... I don't know. I think, like, growing up, I was diagnosed with uh, OCD. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was, like, medicated as a kid. And then I got off it because, Mm. you know, of the actor's response of being like, you know, I shouldn't be medicated because it'll mess with my brain or whatever. I'm not sure, even though I'm not medicated today, I'm not sure that I believe that. Mm -hmm. Because I think, as I said, like confidence and a higher level of happiness about yourself yes can make up for a lot of the like depths of acting you might be getting from being unmedicated absolutely i've always worked best when i am just like clear-headed and level yeah and you're just like oh i'm doing the thing i can think properly and i can do my job yeah i think it's like and i think it's a balancing act of trying to decide if you're you know if you're at that level or or not or Mm -hmm. because i think like being in a really dark place really isn't... No, it's not productive at all. ...helping you... But I, I guess, until this moment, have viewed myself as, like, very functionally, like... Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure, like... I I don't know. I just, like, I honestly have no idea, like, if I would categorize it as, like, depression or, like... Oh, anxiety. I would say that I'm, like, a generally anxious person... And I am currently an unmedicated, currently anxious person. Mm-hmm. And in my mind right now, I don't view it as, like, a big deal. But, yeah. I don't know. I think, why do I always talk about killing myself on the show? I yeah. think, I think, I think that it come is, from. to me, I think it's really funny. Like, I think, I mean, I don't think suicide is funny, but I remember always in school, I'd be like, well, we can just fucking kill ourselves if the run doesn't go well, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it's an exaggerated response. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, like, oh, I'll just fucking kill myself then. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I remember one of my friends, Nick, was always like, I don't like it when you joke about that. Like, it's no. not funny. But I think it is funny. <laughs> like, I like, think it is as in this context yeah. and i do think suicide is a real issue and i don't think actually killing oneself is funny no, no, or no, no. anything but i, I think, don't like, think anyone's accusing me, you of that the joke is in that it's like such a heavy response yeah it's really, like this like, date didn't work situations yeah, absolutely i guess and it's mm-hmm. it's almost like juxtaposition is yeah, the, exactly. the center of comedy i guess like yeah i mention it a lot <laughs> and i mention like I mentioned being an alcoholic a lot. Mm-hmm. I mentioned, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know, stress a lot. I mentioned mm-hmm. hating myself a lot. Yeah. But I think in a way, those are sort of like, uh, like, the, so there's this woman named Hey Yun who does a web series called Hey Yun, and okay. she's the best, and everyone should watch her web series. But I've gotten to like meet her a couple of times, and uh-huh. she was talking about how when she's like in the room, sometimes she's like. You know, I've just gotten into this practice of, like, I'll just speak out and be like, I'm so stressed out right now and I feel like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And she was like, when I speak out, it, like, uh-huh. allows me to realize, like, oh, that's not true. Like, let's yeah. just film the scene. And I think, in a way, doing that through the series is my version of speaking out uh-huh. to, but, like, not in a, like, we're in the context right now. But it's sort of, like, the speak out of, like, well, we can always kill ourselves. Like, well, we can always, like, yeah. like maybe I am. I'm feeling, like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, I guess if that makes sense. I feel like it's speaking uh-huh. through the series. No, that's almost like the, the nature of art is to explore yourself and get things off your chest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, like, if someone was, like, 
I guess, like, if someone, like, watched the show and was like, that's a show about a suicidal girl, I'd be like, huh? No, well, I don't think, like, I think you missed the point. we need to change our marketing campaign because, <laughs> like, we're not doing that well and we're not doing it at all. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. that's good. That's so funny that, like, she, you said a director said that about? Well, but I think she was responding to the fact that there are a lot of references yeah. to it. So it can't, you know what I mean? Like, if I, like, I think it would maybe be smarter for us, like, marketing-wise, if we were like, this is a show about suicide. But it's, like, so not it's, a show yeah. about suicide that it's, like... It's more like... That it would be, like, we would have to... I guess we would have to really change the angle, yeah. right? And I feel like it's also just... That's a colloquialism now in, like, our parlance of our generation of, like, it's... It's dealing with, I feel like it's a very good portrait of how a lot of young people feel right now, yeah. specifically in New York, because there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of, where is this coming from? What am I going to do with my life? How am I coping with this yeah. massive amount of stress that's been handed to me? Yeah. And that's an option and yeah. something that I know a lot of my friends joke about. And as something who, as someone rather, that thinks about killing themselves a lot, it's funny. It is yeah. genuinely funny. You have my uh, blessing, good, so you're fine. Good, good. <laughs> I'm glad I've reached my target audience. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It is. It's, it's, I don't, and it's really because it is. Because um, it is funny when it's an exaggerated response. I remember I I didn't shut a fridge door uh-huh. once, and I thought, God, I'm just so awful. I should kill myself for wasting that electricity. And like, that's absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like you know, like let the let the let the fucker run. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tom Baudet. You leave that light on for you. Yeah, leave that light. Mm-hmm. Um. So you besides just like naming the fact that you are anxious how else do you cope with it and does it bleed into how you write and how you act and all this is it like a major part of your personality or just something that comes and goes like Gandalf I feel like it's something that comes and goes like right now I actually feel like I feel pretty relaxed right on yeah like mm, you know like and to me, the anxiety is justified, right? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes my friends don't understand it when they're like, oh, why are you, like, working so hard? Like, why are you, like... Mm-hmm. But I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I do think I have always worked, and I've always mm-hmm. worked really hard. Yeah. And I think the thing that's hard about grad... Like, in school, you know what you're working towards, right? Yeah. Your path is so clear. Absolutely. And when you're outside of school, you're sort of like, where... Do I focus my energy? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and so I think like, mm-hmm. I I think some of the frustration has been not knowing where to work hard toward. Yeah, what I are guess. the important parts in like, my life? Am yeah. I like an improv artist? And I was like, no, no, not that. You know, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, so it's trying to like, not sap your energy and focus it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like that does go into the web series of like, cause it's so easy to work on. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think I am anxious. I think I'm probably like, I think I probably could, I think like I am someone who could do with a light level of medication mm-hmm. and it would be fine. It's called a uh, beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's <laughs> like the life I'm at right now. Uh huh. But you know, I think to me, I think of anxiety as like coming and going, I don't know. I, ah, it's really hard. Okay. Like, okay. So this past year, right. I was in like sort of like a tumultuous relationship and we were broken up for a while in January mm. and I wrote like three screenplays Yeah, <laughs> and they were not good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think any of them were very good. Mm-hmm. And it was written in a time of like 
this is, you know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. time of real tortured anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I went back and read them and I was like, God, these are like, really just like not it at no. all. For sure. And it's, I think like, to me, that proved the point of like, sometimes when something is like so close to you, it's mm-hmm. so hard to write about it well. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas like when you obfuscate it a little bit, suddenly it's like, oh wow, I feel like I actually can sort of like relate to this moment and it's like kind of good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think... Oh my god, yeah. I just... So I guess, like, that would have been a time of real anxiety for me. Yeah. A time of real, like, tumult. But I don't think it manifested in a way that I was like, well, that was immediately usable. I think, like, maybe in two years... One of the screenplays I really like the idea for. Mm-hmm. And I want to, like, write it better. Mm-hmm. But it, I think I need to be a little further from the situation. That makes sense. Yeah. So... Um, what led to the obsessive compulsive diagnosis and do you still live by that or do you kind of just ignore it? I ignore it. Okay. Completely. Uh, so, well, I got it really like, uh, I, I got it around puberty, I uh-huh. think. And it was like. That's always such a hard time to like diagnose anyone with anything because it's yeah, this weird transition. I honestly feel like, because they're. I don't know. There's like a strain of it called, I think it's, okay. I, it's not PEMDAS because that's like parentheses, multiplication, division, that like addition, but it's a pandas or something. Pandas? Yes. You had pandas disease. No, but it's something about how like after strep throat sometimes like kids get OCD and I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> that sounds but, like some, is that the thing? Yeah. It okay. Is it is a thing. But, uh, it, I don't know if it's become out of fashion, but there was like a thought that maybe I had like had that because I got it so severely like it was like seventh grade like I was really I think I was just like really freaked out by puberty and like I like couldn't like I would like I was like really afraid I was a rapist and I was like that was my huge fear was like Uh I'm a rapist and so I would like be like I can't be in rooms with my sister because I'm gonna rape her and uh-huh. I can't be in, like, rooms with my parents because I'm going to rape them. Uh-huh. But, like, clearly it's, like... Yeah. But it's sort of, like, this, like, fear that you don't, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. And it's such a, like, what is a rapist? Like, you know, <laughs> like... And, like, there was a lot of thought of, like, you know, like, oh, well, has Alex been molested? And I've never mm-hmm. been molested. But, like, I think it's just sort of this, like, you're, like, growing up and changing and you're, like, feeling, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have sexual thoughts. Maybe I'm a rapist. Yeah, for like, sure. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And then... I'm... I've been there. I've yeah. I've had similar things, and it's um intrusive thought syndrome. It's kind of what it yeah. sounds like, where yeah. you just keep saying thinking the same thing over and over, and you can't help it. And it's not reasonable, and no one likes it, but it's still there. Yeah, exactly. And actually, now I'm remembering, but I did something like in the first grade. Also, like my grandfather died. Uh huh. And I remember I like was like, I kept thinking in my head like, Grampy is stupid, and I was like, but you can't think that. You can't think that. You love your grandfather. He's dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but. And I guess I would, like, I just feel like that isn't particularly something that, like, plagues me as hard anymore. Uh Uh-huh. But sometimes, like, you know, like, or maybe I'm just better at dealing with it or something. Probably a bit of both. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, I guess, like, to me, I don't, I do not feel like I am a person living day to day with OCD. That is not how I feel. Okay. However, there are definitely times where I'll be like... You, you know, like, it's the same thing, and you have to, like... I do think it's kind of good to, like, go through, like, the training of dealing with OCD, because what you do is you, like, are just, like, 
think the thought. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just like, Grampy is stupid. Like, I'm a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. But by like living with the thought, it like, becomes less true. You know what I mean? I hope it's the name of your book. Yeah. <laughs> Grampy is stupid and I'm a rapist. But like, you know, like it's, you know, but like the living with it is what like cures you. So we're yeah. like, the possibility of it, you know, where I feel like I use it actually, the, the place I use it practically the most is uh-huh. like sometimes I'll be like about to go into a scene, I'll be like, it's not like I'm thinking it in my head, but there will be this sense that I have to be good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I feel like it's helped me a million percent to be like, it's totally okay if you're bad. Yep. It's one million percent fine mm-hmm. if you fucking jerk it right now. Yep. If you forget all the lines, even better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just, like, and I feel like that is, like, the place where I'm, like, it's, like, been really helpful to remember to, like, sit with the fact that, like, failure is so fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Failure is just an opportunity to try harder. Well, and also, well, but also, like, failure is, like, the place that I feel like I live in 95% of the yes, time. Yes. Like, so like, <laughs> you would be, like, gotta start, like, enjoying your life. Absolutely. It is this thing as well of, like, Failure is most of life. Yeah. Like, so you might as well just learn to be like, oh, I fucked up. Okay, we're moving on. Well, or just to enjoy your life. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, sure. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just, like, I know I've been in situations where you're like, I'm above this. I should be doing something better right now. Mm-hmm. I should be on, like, SVU. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, but then when you're like, oh, but actually, like, if you're, I guess if you're just, like, thinking so hard about where you should be. It's, like, really hard to enjoy something really fun. Should is an evil, evil word. Because yeah. nothing should happen. Because it's just all... Because that's a very... It's a very privileged way of looking at life. And yeah. you're like, this should happen. And this Like, this person should be with me. Or this good thing should happen. Or... And, like... And that's just life is you have no control over anything. And you're just floundering and you're trying not to die. And that's yeah. life. And it's the same thing with shouldn't. Because, like, the minute you go oh, this shouldn't have occurred, you're still putting that judgment on it and you have no control over yeah, completely. A- anything. Um, I think, in retrospect, yeah. the best things in my life that have happened to me are, like, getting dropped by my agency mm-hmm. and, like, not getting into Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, I think it's, like, the things that I thought of as, like, really big failures, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is, like, it's, like, been the best. Absolutely. And it is this thing of, like, Life, like acting classes, are what you make of it. Like, it is this thing of if you make that work for you, then you just do it. And it's it's basically people who don't have a bad attitude and should change totally. it. Yeah. Well, also, it's like, I don't know, like, okay, I just started working at this, like, and by just, I mean, like, four months ago, I started working at this new restaurant. Uh-huh. Justin and I used to work together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I went in and I just had, like, a shitty attitude all the Yeah. And I, like, hated working there. And I was like, Meh! And it was because I was, like, going through a breakup again. And now, like, three months after, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so fun to work here. Like, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> it's like, it is, like, what you... Because I went in being like, there's no reason that I should like doing this. This is stupid. These aren't people I want to be friends with. These aren't people that I want to... You know, and it's it's not that the people have changed or the environment has changed or the work has changed. It's the fact that I am having more fun. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Like, it's not like... I'm not saying that everyone is my best friend, but I'm like it's a lot more pleasant to live in a world when you're happy to be mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. rather than a world where you're like, I loathe being yep. here. Um, every time someone comes up to me and at a restaurant and goes, God, I hate working here, then my response is always, then quit. 
There's a million jobs in this city. Yeah. Just fucking leave then. We don't need you here. Yeah, no one needs them. Get out. Please, for the love of God. Yeah, like, when people get really mad about, like patrons i'm like who gives a shit yeah it's like <laughs> i mean this is the, the my response originally was something else but i, I turned i'm like you're not dying you used to say they'd kill yourself no no someone did and then and i found the body yeah exactly um but my response is always you're not dying it's okay but my original but now you've realized you're a new yorker and you need to ante up and say then quit yeah then quit <laughs> originally my response was my my mom had cancer. It's nothing. Like, it is... Because it yeah. is this thing of, like, if you stop and think, like, I've almost died a couple of times. This shitty person that is going to be out of my life in, what, 20 minutes? Does not matter to me. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. It is literally, don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all small well, this stuff. Well, this is just someone's dinner. Yeah. Even if you... I think the only thing that's, like, sort <laughs> of scary is, like, allergies. Like, allergies are sort of, like... Yeah, that's literally like life and death. Like, they're having, yep. like, an allergic reaction because of something I did. Like, whoops. Yep. But other than that, like, who gives mm-hmm. you shit? If it's mm-hmm. cold, heat it the fuck up. Yep. If it's bad, <laughs> cough it the fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. No need to worry. Mm-hmm. Get him with a free drink. It doesn't yeah. matter. My thing was always, um... Like, I, I always felt really bad whenever I fucked up service because, like, I'm like, oh, man, I just ruined their date night oh, or something. I would make up some ridiculous-ass story. And it's just, I think, because I was raised Christian and I have well, a lot of guilt um, because of that. But it is, like, it doesn't matter at all. Um, I had something I was going to say. All right, going way a few minutes ago in the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. with just allowing yourself to think the thoughts. That's, like, a big part of cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. is, like, Dealing with anxiety is like, okay, I feel this way, and you don't judge it. You're just like, okay, let yourself feel this way. And generally, by the time you're, like, allowing yourself to do that in that 30-second span, it goes away. Yeah. Whereas if you try and push things back, back, and back, and they get stronger and stronger. Completely. Yeah. I mean, like, I know I'm, like, only talking about being dropped by my agency because, like, I've had a really privileged life podcast. This is the tragedy. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, the, you know, the, I just remember so clearly being like, I can't get dropped. I can't get dropped. Yeah. I can't get dropped. And then I did get of dropped. Of course. And it was like, I should have just like, in, you know, like enjoy, like enjoyed it mm-hmm. and like try Like, I just feel like I would have been like way better if I would have been like, yeah, there's a chance I like, I'm like, I might get dropped. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I should still like try and be like nice to these people. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, I don't know. I just feel like that part of my life was so much repression about what might happen. Yeah. And it's like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I'm in a better place now than I was as far as, like, the way my life is going. But I feel in a more confident place in being who I am. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's, like, because, like, you've lived with failure that it's sort Mm -hmm. of like, well, it's not so fucking bad, is it? No. It's, like, not, like, you know, like, it's not so bad, Mm -hmm. eh? Yeah. There's a... (laughs) It's well, not so bad, like, eh? What I, was that? Well, it's not so bad, eh? I just feel like there are so many of my friends who are like, I have to get off social media. I can't, like, see, like, other people's successes. It's like, oh, shut well, up. Who says dude. that? That's... Like, oh, shut Well, it's not... They don't say it in those terms, but they're sort of like, it's just, like, bad for me. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a tool. This is a tool, and I think it's foolish to cut yourself off from it. I actually Absolutely. would say that. And I think that the people who are able to cut themselves off for it have like perhaps something else working for them mm-hmm. but i think like it is the hustle and it is like a skill that is important yeah and i think it's like you shouldn't i don't think people should be obsessed with it like i wouldn't say that like 
everyone has to be on it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like a skill that if you're choosing to not be on it, you are cutting yourself off. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it is also this thing of like someone else's success doesn't mean you're a failure. Like everyone's going at their own pace, but we're all doing a different thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like, think it's also like, yeah, like when I hear things, I still get jealous. Oh, for sure. Me, like but that... 10 hours and I'm a lot better. Yeah. Right? Whereas like when I first got out of school, like one of my friends booked this thing and I was like, I'll never be happy. And it was like a, <laughs> like a week of being like mad. Uh, there's this funny thing. Uh, Miles and I recently auditioned for the same thing for one-on-one, -on -one, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, service. Yeah. And um, we both, our worst fear for both of us wasn't that we wouldn't get in, but the that would get in, the other it wouldn't. Yeah. It didn't happen. No, we both got in. It was fine. But it was just this thing of like, I feel like that's, a better approach to to dealing with your peers because they're all your peers and like the other thing is like unless you look and talk and act exactly the same way you're going up for a different job anyway okay. it doesn't matter like it's all about like yeah it, it it's it you shouldn't be jealous because everyone's doing their own thing like i'm not going to be upset that someone else is doing a podcast because everyone's doing podcasts no, now no, and, to be sure i'm not jealous of other people I don't know. I think it's like, it is like, I do think it's like a paradigmatic shift though, to be mm -hmm. like, my competitors are my allies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I actually feel like because like, I don't know, like, I don't even feel like super in the web series game, but at the same point, it's like when I meet someone who does web series, I'm like, thank God. They mm. have gotten some press, and mm -hmm. I can reach out to their press outlet mm -hmm. and, like, try and get the same thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you, which is, like, sounds really, like, evil, but it's, like, <laughs> they can do the same thing for me. Like, I think it's, like, getting to know people mm -hmm. in your game is actually a lot yeah. helpful. I think one of the most useless things is being an actor, because it's, like, well, it's not like I can necessarily, like, if I meet an actor, it's not like I can knock on their agent's door Absolutely. and be, like, please, like... Can please sign me. Yeah. You can, but I think it's just like, I think it's, it's more useful to know creatives that do the same things as you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's like, I also think it's useful to know actors. I think actors rock. I'm an mm -hmm. actor, mm -hmm. but I think like you, the, the paradigmatic shift of being like, these people are my allies mm -hmm. is like important. And I think mm -hmm. it's like a huge thing that is a game changer. Absolutely. Is being like, we are riding the bus together and my success is mm. your success is your success is mm -hmm. my success and we are going up together. You absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's... Uh... That's why I think uh, theater tends to be a little bit more than that than, like, film and television and so forth because, like, you get this nice community thing of, like, because you're with people for a month or a month at yeah. a time, whereas, like, a film shoot, I'll show up, meet you that day, we'll do a scene, and then I'll never see you again, except yeah. for on Facebook when you're like, oh, I booked this thing, and I go, man. because it, you weren't even up for, but you're yeah, still jealous. Yeah, exactly, that. yeah. It's like, it's, uh, there's also this thing of, like, of course, you in a way, you should be jealous because that, that'll motivate you. Because I've seen oh, something yeah, and then I just mean, immediately gone on backstage and started applying off my yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, I think, like, a little bit of jealousy like, mm -hmm. helps most relationships. Because it's yeah. like, well, that means you're not going to get, like, fat and be like, please don't fuck me. <laughs> 
Like, I'm, uh, that was crude. That was crude, everyone. I also no. am, like, joking. You can have many other problems. But I think, what like, is... a little bit of jealousy is, like, also being fat isn't a problem. I'm sorry. I'm, like, really digging myself. Okay. My favorite but, like... part of that was the word partner because it made me think John Wayne was saying it. Continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, my my partner on the beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you, you know, I think, like, a, bit of, a bit of healthy jealousy mm-hmm. in acting, in, like, life in relationships is really good because it keeps you like on the ball mm-hmm. but i think like it's trying to like i don't know i just feel like a lot like anything more than a little bit mm-hmm. is like immediately it not will drive you mad and when there's no trust there is no love yeah yes yeah mm-hmm. uh, but yeah yeah it is this it's a weird thing and i've i've met people who i do think that everyone should just get on by themselves because that's how they are. They're very isolatory and, like, I'm working Wait, on... Wait, you think you should get on by yourself? I don't. I've met people like this. And it's always been very frustrating because I will give help to anyone who asks. And I think everyone should be that way because it's such a hard gig anyway that if we're not... If we don't have each other, then we don't have anybody because it's a bunch of shitty gatekeepers and, and stuff like that. That's why I really yeah. like what... Stuff like what you're doing because you're making work... Yeah. And the internet just changed everything, which is, I, and I think, for the better, to be frank. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's hardest about being an actor, and I think everyone struggles with it, is this sense that you don't have agency. Absolutely. That you can't get cast in a vacuum. That you can't mm-hmm. even act in a vacuum. Like, if you did monologues in this room alone, mm-hmm. like, it's not really acting, is it? Because, no. like, there's not a person. Um, which, like, of, and yeah, of course, you can, like, rehearse a bunch of scenes a bunch on your own. But, like, again, like acting is sort of like with an audience as well mm-hmm. like that is the full fruition of it is someone to receive the work and yeah. i think there's this sense that it's like it's it's very hard to be an actor because you don't have this agency mm-hmm. and i think every actor i've talked to has been frustrated with the same point of mm-hmm. that uh and yeah i don't know i just think being a creative has not necessarily helped me be like a better actor mm-hmm. but it does give me this sense of like oh i have confidence cuz like I make something and I have some agency unto myself Mm -hmm. to where I'm less like fucking blood dripping down my drool stained chin being like, please sign me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and also a paradigm has never reached out. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, please, like, love me. Exactly. Like, please get me in the room. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's a thing that, no matter how you take agency, if you're, like, a gardener of fruits, but you're, like, I am this gardener mm-hmm. and an actor, it'll give you more agency, I think, than being just an actor. It would be, like, but that's also the only thing I think. And it's, like, I think also if I booked a lot, mm-hmm. like, on my own autonomously or through an agent, I think mm-hmm. I might feel differently. I think Probably. I might have a totally different outlook. Yeah. Um, Nick Offerman has this great philosophy of find something that you also enjoy doing besides your primary thing, like a hobby, and that hence his woodworking. Yeah. Because when he's not acting, he goes to his wood shop and he's perfectly happy there. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a luxury that you can afford, but like, when you're starting out, you can't. Don't you think he didn't always have, like, I think he probably is like a dank ass wood shop right now, but don't you think when he was starting out, he was just like carving, like, Oh, absolutely. He was like whittling. A piece yeah. of wood mm-hmm. to yeah. carve. Truly in this neighborhood off of the Utica. <laughs> I bet you could find like a knife and like I oh, think for it's sure. probably like more hip. Like obviously like now he like has like let me have a nice wood shot. Yeah. But I think 
it's like he could probably still enjoy that even mm-hmm. when he was coming up in the game oh for sure and he also like he worked as a carpenter in a scene shop so like yeah. his day job was making scenery and then he, and he would rehearse at night and i'm like that sounds like the ideal life um but it's similar like with like i, I play music and i like yeah. the other thing another reason i started doing this is like it's something for me to work on when i'm not actively yeah, in a play or true. yeah because the I feel like artists are all restless because we're all aware we're going to die. Yeah. Whereas um, I feel like most people just assume they're going to keep on living until, oh, they're not anymore. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of envy that in a way mm-hmm. because that sounds a lot less stressful. But yeah. also in a way, I'm like, well, since I'm aware of this thing, I think I enjoy the pleasant and unpleasant parts of life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Whereas like... Like we were saying with um, people in the service industry complaining, it's like, well, it's not a big deal because it isn't life or death and just try and make it as fun as possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good that you're doing the podcast. Oh, you know, I think thank you. I encourage everyone <laughs> to have a side piece. I yeah. encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. I think it just makes you feel so much better. Yeah, I agree. Um, and... Because that way you're always working on something. And then, like, it gets. No, if I wasn't in a play right now, I would just be a waiter. Mm-hmm. Which I... is, like, fine. Which is also fine. Which is also fine. <laughs> but I feel better being a waiter web series creator. Mm-hmm. And it also feels nice because I know I'm going to do a show in January. So, like, that's mm-hmm. always like, the best is when you at least, like, know there's a it's light something, at the end yeah. of the tunnel. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, get to get the show will end after January mm-hmm. or after February. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm. Back, you can, uh, like I'm back to sort of like where I was previously. Yeah. You know. That being said, I am gonna quit my job. I'm gonna quit my job. I'm so excited. <laughs> even though I loved it, even though I said it was like a great job. <laughs> well, even like no matter how good a side job is, it's still side job. It's still not what you want to do for a living. If yeah. it's not your career, then it's not your career. I will say though, like, I think it's I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Like the thing is, like I've never made any commercial money and i think mm-hmm. like if you make money doing commercials like you know like it's probably like better to be able to focus your your time in other ways but i kind of think like even if you don't need a day job getting like a light one really mm-hmm. helps you mentally to be like at least i have to be somewhere like three days a week absolutely you know, even, yeah. or even like even two even mm-hmm. one there are people right? that are counting on me yeah. Well, there's something, there's like a life to be lived that isn't just about you, even yeah. if it's something like banal, mm-hmm. right? Or, and I think you can get the same thing from like volunteer work. I mean, I'm like, I'm not in volunteer work, but I encourage the community. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it's... I think um, it's a good idea, but it's not for me. No, it's not that it's not yeah. for me. It's just like... It, Who has the time? No, I think it's like, honestly, I definitely have the time. But then what the hell, Alex? I know. Then I what know, the I hell? Know, I know. Well, the- Planned Parenthood needs you right now. No, I know they fucking need me right now. I should get into it. I just like, I don't know. I did tutoring like the first year out. Yeah. And I was just like, I hated it. Like, I did like volunteer <laughs> tutoring and I like really hated it. And I like the girls that I taught were like great. Right. Yeah. But I just was like, I really don't enjoy this in the slightest. <laughs> And so I stopped doing it. Yeah. And 
in the meantime, I've just donated money to stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I have belief that like I could get into something I was more interested in. Yeah. I was teaching like reading. Uh huh. And I was like, I feel like I could get into like a volunteer Shakespeare class or mm-hmm. something like that, or, the, or a volunteer acting class. But I just like was like, I don't think it's doing much good to have an uninspired tutor who like really hates being here. Absolutely, yeah. You I know, don't... like I don't think it's like particularly helping them be. Mm-hmm. Or interested in things. I, I agree. Yeah. But I my point was your point that was. just like something for people like to to hang to remind themselves that there's something outside of Absolutely. Life, which was sort of like the day job slash volunteering mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. People used to go to church to do that. Well, I think people just don't go to church. Or like yeah. they don't or maybe people do go to church. I mean, I think it can, it can be anything. Yeah, let's a singular it can be focus. Anything that's not like singularly focused. Yeah. It's just you gotta find something that grounds you. Yeah, because I think yeah. the side hustle is important, but at the end of the day, the side hustle is still like you. Yeah, and I for think sure. the thing that I'm saying is also like the third part of like what is like something that like mm-hmm. I'm just like a cog in is like mm-hmm. kind of helpful sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, that being said, um. I would argue that specifically when you're like on something like a film shoot or something, you are just a cog in a machine. That's why I like film more than theater because there's just no pressure in film for me. There's absolutely none. Yeah. I'm talking about like when you're not actively involved. Yes. In, yes. I see. I think like what, you're like what I said, like, like, oh, I'm going to do a show. No, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm probably just like going to leave my restaurant because mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's like the job I'm in right now. Yeah. But in times when you aren't that, mm-hmm. I think it's just really easy to be like, I'm in my head pinging around, pinging around, pinging around. Mm-hmm. And like having somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like remember, do you remember Andrew Casanova? Yeah. I'm sure he did commercials all the time. Yeah. I'm sure he like had enough money mm-hmm. or like enough, you know what I mean? I'm sure he, he like, I feel like he booked like every week. Yeah. Right. But he was like, I want to have a two or three Two mm-hmm. or three shifts a week, and he was really clear about like I just mm-hmm. want two or three shifts, and he never said it explicitly. But I think it's because it's like you have somewhere to kind of be mm-hmm. accountable to. Yeah, like um Alex Almonte as well. He you know he has like a proper career job at yeah. Juilliard, and then he shows up on Tuesdays just because he likes hanging out and yeah, working. Exactly. Yeah, he just enjoys doing something other than the other thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I think it can be whatever, but I think yeah. it's like it's not a bad thing to do. Yeah, specifically if you find a second job or whatever, then you're at least paid for your time. So it's yeah, not exactly. like just a waste. But yeah. Um, so when's the... Uh, second season coming out? Yeah. April 1st is the first episode. Oh, that's very good. April 1st. And then we're going to release every Friday. And there's seven episodes. So it'll go okay. until I think, I mean, mid-May. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be that. Okay. And, but we finished filming the first two. Yay. Both of them are in the process of being edited, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to film the next two, December 17th through the 19th. Okay. Two in January, two in February. Or, sorry, one in January, two in February. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be great. I'm, like, so excited. I'm so stoked. Mm-hmm. I love it. It is the best thing in the world. It's, like, literally my baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. My character's name is Susan, which is after... My mother is named Susan. Oh, I see. And I do feel like it's like, this is the first child. I'll <laughs> after you. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Well, this has been a lovely talk. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for coming on. No worries. No worries. Thanks for listening. Um, I looked it up. It's pandas. It's definitely pandas. If you look up strep throat OCD, pandas comes up. 
Um, if you want to, rate, subscribe on iTunes. That'll help me and stuff. I, I think. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. Am I doing this right? Please help. Um, yeah, uh, keep a lookout for a couple other projects. I'm going to be releasing a book in February, a uh, book of poems. If you're into that kind of stuff, it's probably going to be like 10 bucks. So, yeah. Um, so that sort of thing. And uh, look for the next couple podcasts that I'm going to do starting in January. Long days and pleasant nights to y'all, and thanks again.